this is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Guys, today I've got such a special show. I'm actually in Boca Raton, Florida. I'm here just for a few hours passing through town. My very good friend, Seth Warshaw, has opened up a brand new restaurant. It's called Roadhouse and I'm actually doing the show from the restaurant. I'm sitting here also uh, in the studio. Hi. We made our own studio with the one and only Miami Food Yenta. Now we're going to call you the Boca Food Yenta. <laughs> uh, the one and only Michelle Saka. So sit back, guys, relax, and enjoy this one hour of Florida Food Talk. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it. I love cooking it. I like writing recipes. I hope that you'll enjoy our show every week, my creative guests. And you'll tune in on our Nachum Siegel Network app or on nachumsiegel.com uh, or on Nachum Siegel Net on our YouTube channel. The YouTube channel shows you all the behind the scenes, it shows you all the visuals that go along with audio. So we are very excited to be here today uh, in Florida. I have to say, it was quite a weather change. I mean, I got off the plane, I was like, well, wow, it's hot, you know, like it's, it's hot here in, uh, in, in Florida. Well, you know, I will say it's been very hot. It's been very hot and it's been very humid here. But you want to know what's hot? Oh, is it going to be coming out of the Roadhouse kitchen? Oh, it's so exciting. So let's tell them a little about, bit about you, Michelle. You've been on my show before. You've been yeah. on, on Table for Two before. Um, Michelle and I actually met when I was down here for a chop competition. Correct. Uh, uh, I, don't know, North Miami Beach. I, I don't know how many years ago that was. I've lost track, like four years yeah. ago. Yeah, I came up to you. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a fan. I completely <laughs> am, girl. And you turned to me funny. and you said, is there a good place to go out to eat? And I said, girl, you have no idea who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. And a really, a real friendship was formed. Michelle yeah. and I chat on the phone all the time. She's actually part of a group as well that did something so nice for me. There's a group called, in Florida, called Stuff Your Face. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a bit crap. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's it's um, hey, essentially, we are a cookbook club. Uh, and we call the, ourselves the Stuff Your Face Club. Literally, that's what they do. do. But it, ha it has a bit more than that. Yes. So Naomi was one of the cookbook authors that we featured, and we surprised everyone. You happened to come down, and it was just so much fun. And so we have this crew that we do food crawls with every time we come to town. Right. So, so let's talk about the, 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 the food, the, the cookbook club. So what it is, is they pick a book and they make everything from the book. Everyone picks a dish, no two the same, Perfect. and everyone brings it down uh, to someone's house, our friend Diana, and everyone eats and enjoys, and then they say what they liked about each thing. Was it hard? This part it was complicated. Someone else will say, oh, I, I made it this way. You know, it was Correct. like giving each other feedback. And it was really nice when I surprised yeah, it. Yeah, we one rule, and the rule is that you have to follow the recipe exactly. You cannot add to it. We can discuss it. Um, and again, it's just, it's a, it's an excuse to get friends together and enjoy great food. Right. Unfortunately, now we've seen so many, and we're going to tie that back in in a minute. Um, we've seen so many changes with, with COVID and life has been turned on its head and how things have, you know, you've had to change your whole business on a dime, you know, like I, I went from giving classes all over the US and shop competitions to doing everything on Zoom. Even the radio shows I've been seeing between um, Pesach and Shavuos, I did Zoom classes with Avrami from uh, one of our amazing producers um, for the Nachum Siegel Network. And then we're able to, when CK started up again, um, coming and we started doing it at my house. So you have to just kind of just change, change, change. Get but creative. Get creative, exactly. Now, Michelle, how did you end up, actually, I know that I coined the name for you. She did. She actually came up with the name. We were having breakfast at Tasty. And Tasty is an excellent dairy restaurant in the Miami Beach Miami. area. It's been around for a very long, close to 20 something years. Um, so 15, I think it's 16, 17. That's like a hundred years in restaurant years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we were talking, she's like, God, you just know everything about the Miami food scene. It's like, you're the food yenta. And Naomi's like, that's it. You're the Miami food yenta. Right. And the rest is history. So she's, if you are looking to get all the food down here in Florida, Michelle knows it all. And that's why we're yeah. going to have be at the soft opening tonight uh, at Roadhouse. Yeah. 
Thank God, I, I'm very lucky. I've been able to meet um, wonderful chefs and uh, owners of restaurants and develop relationships. And I'm so excited to be here tonight at Roadhouse. This place, Boca is going to be reinvented. Okay, the Boca is really going to become a restaurant mecca with what's going on here. Um, I'm so excited. We're going to be talking later on in the show to Seth Warshaw, and it, they have an in-house pastry chef. You've eaten I mean, a lot of restaurants. Oh yeah, and quite often they're like box dessert. Right. They add a little design to it, and it's some whipped cream, it's some drizzle, and yeah, then right. you're done. I, but this yeah. is actually in-house. No, this, this is going to be fantastic. So she's going to she, they, actually. I've got the pastry chef coming on the show. That's great. I know, I know. I, I, you know what's good about the show? Being doing it from a restaurant. Oh, and they can just bring it. They, bring me the bring food. It, bring you it, know, it. this isn't the studio in Manhattan or my house. Like we are just across the hall with good Wi-Fi. Yes. That's why we're not in the kitchen because <laughs> kitchen not, doesn't have good Wi-Fi. Not only kitchen. that, because it's a radio show and it's only a soft opening, um, the calories don't count. So we need to sample the entire menu. Oh, yeah, that's actually a good point. Soft openings, the recipes don't count because yeah. you have to give, you know, you have to try everything on the yeah, menu to help. And when you are helping someone, it's a mitzvah. Yes, exactly. So recipes for the mitzvah, like on Shabbos, yes, recipes don't, I mean, recipes, calories, calories don't count. That's like a known fact yeah. Um, in my house. Yeah. Well, I personally, <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with you. That's the way it is. I'm really, really, really looking forward to the Roadhouse Burger. I mean, uh, the you know, the, the description of the, the garlic. We actually have a menu. For those of you who are watching us on the YouTube channel but um, or listening to us on audio, I have, there is an incredible menu um, that we've got going here. Um, Michelle, how long have you been in – are you from Miami? Oh, like, did no. you grow up? I'm originally from Jersey. Um, yes, I met my husband online, and he was born. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I met my husband online, and um, he's born and raised in Miami Beach. And he's like, "You want to marry me? Move to Miami?" I'm like, mm, "Yeah, let me think about it." Um, yes. <laughs> Wait, that didn't take too long. No, not. Too Is long. there a big kosher scene in where you grew up that you got into the whole food scene? Um, no, actually, I got into the food scene um, actually from Alancor Blue. <laughs> Just many, many careers. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be down here. I would go out with my friends and I'd eat and, you know, Alan has his group and you write reviews and take pictures. You and know, I was like the fifth person in the group. Really? Yeah, oh my gosh. Oh, so you're Well, I remember going out to eat with Ilan before the group when it was just oh, like me and Alan and then. Melinda Strap. That would be the group. I, I want you to know. That I, re group. I remember when it was a great kosher restaurants magazine, and I would buy the magazine. Right. I also used to buy it. So and then I became friends with Ilan in real right, life. So one point when I was working before I was married with kids, I was in Hong Kong and I didn't know where to go, and I had the, the magazine with me, and I was able to go to Masharim. I, I used to tear it apart. Like I would take that section of where it, you know, yeah, where it would yeah. be before there was all this online. There used to be a, a, a website called Shamash, shamash.org, no. and it would list all the restaurants. And now there's apps, Kosher GPS, yeah. Yeah. Big Fan of Yitzi. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Kosher, Donny yeah, Klein. Donny has a line. Yes, yeah, so there's so many food careers right. that have been launched. As Michelle and I are sitting here and we're talking, you may hear a little bit of noise. That is food being brought up to our special dis corridor that we are uh, recording this from with our strong Wi-Fi connection. They're bringing food from the restaurant and we are so excited to share this with everyone. Yeah. I'm going to be tasting this with the one and only Seth Warshaw in just a couple of minutes. So you moved from Jersey down to Miami. Correct. You have three gorgeous boys. I do. I have three boys and like any mom, you need to have your night out to unwind and i thought you know i we have we're very blessed to have a wonderful kosher scene here wow. miami has florida florida south, south, south florida. florida from but is boca the highest one or west palm um, beach west palm beach but there really is not much there there's only a pita grill and there is a hummus a hummus place right now so boca is really as far so as so, so boca say so boca down to miami, miami. Right, you have hundreds of restaurants, probably at least a hundred, well, right? Yeah. A little one yeah, between yeah. coffee shops, yeah, and between Hollywood, Aventura, yeah, um, um, Surfside. I mean, Bell Harbor, Bell right, Harbor. Right. Like, and I've noticed since I've been coming to Florida since I first got married. Now, my dream honeymoon place was 
going to get a laugh because you know I'm a big traveler and I've been all I wanted to do a girl coming from Sydney getting married moving to New York was go to Disney in Orlando that was where we went for a honeymoon now a bunch of people are in Orlando and now you have a Krispy Kreme you have Rita's and that seems and kosher grill I always say kosher grill because that's how they say it used to be in a food truck I've had them on my show so between say kosher grill and bottom of you know the lowest point in Miami you have Hundreds and you know a hundred. Yeah, and you, and you have a lot of different cuisines. Awesome. I, I feel like it's a whole different food scene than the one I've experienced in New York, right? It's I think it's a lot more local, a lot more definitely. seasonal, um, a lot more fish. Yes, definitely. In some more, of the restaurants. Yes. yes, definitely more fish, but you also have a lot of the Latin flavors because right, don't forget we, we have not, a really big South American crowd here, right, which we don't have in New York, right? Right, so I feel like that that's that's great to be yeah. able to showcase some of kosher food from around the world a little bit. Right oh here yeah, in I mean you can find the best arepas, um, pan de bono. Uh, I'm, I apologize, everyone. I don't know what you're saying. saying. Um, carne de matcha, uh, machada, and that carne is meat. That's all, and that's cheese <laughs> milk. That's the, my Spanish. Yeah, so is. we're very blessed. We do have a lot of. Uh, Latin flavors here, and it's it's really great. Do your kids like to eat out? No, what? no. My kids give them up of chicken, and they are happy. Although I will say, my one son, wherever I go, he's like, "Mommy, do you bring me home schnitzel and French fries?" Okay, schnitzel and French fries is the bomb. Like, yeah, no, you really can't go wrong like with that. But like that. you do know, you, do you cook? Yeah, I do cook actually. And um, this past week was my anniversary, and. Oh. 13 years, okay. 13 years. So um, I actually cooked. I cooked from the Prime Grill cookbook. Oh, that's, that's like, well, I know, like way back. Way back. Like when we, I was dating him. Right, right. That's very cute. Yeah, Prime I had Grill. to do Oliver Prime Shola, Grill. Right? They yeah. don't exist anymore, right? No. There's no more Prime Grills. No, it's very sad. In the heyday, I think that even predated ETC in New Jersey, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Prime yeah. Grill. Prime Grill. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's yeah. David Kolotkin. Uh, yeah, he was. He he's an amazing chef. Also. Let, let me tell you something. I made three recipes from there, and my husband was like, "Wow, who knew? Do all you guys order and go to restaurants? You can actually." <laughs> I absolutely love that. I told him, "I'm like, you think I'm just gonna, you know, let you know all my secrets after 13 years?" Right. Oh. She's a woman of mystery. Of mystery. Okay. What? You, so your kids like chicken, yeah. you, and your husband likes. Do you go to eat with your husband? I've never seen you go. We've gone out to eat a lot together, yeah. but I don't know if William goes out to eat. No, so. so my husband and I, we don't go out together. We actually have a son who's extremely special needs, and it's very hard to get people to care for him at nighttime. So we do shifts. He'll go out with his friends. I'll go out oh, with my yeah. friends. Um, and this way, I don't have to worry about the person who's watching my son at home. Right. Because he's there with daddy, and daddy doesn't have to worry about who's watching him because he's there with mom. Mommy, I love that. So, so special. It doesn't work for most people, but for us, it actually works. And my husband has this very strict rule I go out to eat, I must bring him home takeout. Okay, I love that's it. it. So that's the rule. <laughs> so you'll see me oftentimes in the restaurant with like these piles and piles of takeout because if I like something, I'm ordering it for him. You're and that, oh, you know what? You're an amazing husband. No, thank You're God. Right. He's an amazing husband. He really, really is. And all he wants to do is just be fed. Okay, that's, that's not bad. No. I think my husband would say the same too. You've had everybody home for the last month. Like, how did you manage? The no, restaurants were closed. How did Michelle manage with closed restaurants? <laughs> um, we took out a lot. Were the restaurants open down here? The rest, okay, so. You have Palm Beach and you have Miami-Dade. Miami-Dade had very, very strict rules. They were takeout lonely only for a very, very long time, right. and then you could only sit outside. You couldn't sit inside. We had that in New York at the beginning as well. Right. So, yes, places were open. Some places went under, and some more are going to go under, uh, unfortunately. Oh. Um, so, you know what? It hurts my heart when I hear all this. Look, so you know much. what? Order, order Shabbat. They say whatever you spend on your food for Shabbat comes back to you because, again, it's a mitzvah. So the calories. Right. And also you're helping. You, know what, you, know, what they did? you know what they did in, um, I can't remember where I'm drawing a blank. I spoke to someone during Corona season. Avrami, who's producing the show. Avrami, remember when we spoke? He's been, can't see me. I know he can hear me. We spoke to someone and they were saying that buy a gift certificate from your favorite yeah. restaurant and use it later. Yeah. It's kind of really helping them out. 
And you get, the, you, get, you get the food later on. A hundred percent. And, you know, the restaurants, as much as they're hurting, they've had so much excess of stuff that they've actually called me and are like, who is having, what families are suffering from food insecurity? And they've been feeding families some, not asking for anything. They don't want publicity, nothing. I fed Shavuos to people. I fed Rosh Hashanah to people. I mean, you're talking about massive, massive meals and massive, massive families that can't put food on the table. And these restaurants are like, you know what? I'm not selling my, 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 my ribs because I don't have the volume. Let's give it to a family who needs it. So, oh I mean, God. really, the restaurant... It's really nice. I think yeah. the infrastructure of the Florida communities are beautiful. No, we're so really is so much great stuff. It really is a great community and everybody supports each other. And it doesn't snow here. I'm just no. saying. I'm just That's saying. It doesn't hard. snow in Florida. I mean, it might rain a bit or schwitz a lot. But like, even Tasty, you walk in and it says, Tasty, no snow today. I mean, that's a program. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so anyway, I'm so excited for tonight. I cannot wait. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. So we are here. I'm in. I'm here passing through town, um, and I'm so lucky to be able to go to the soft opening here and and do the show and meet up with you and hear about the Miami food scene. And uh, well, now it looks like it's going to be the Boca food scene. Right. She's the Miami food scene. I'm the Boca food scene. You know, together we're the South Florida. You know what's amazing that, you know, with new restaurants opening up in Boca, these are going to be the latest destination restaurants because you and I both get emails, texts, DMs, WhatsApps, Facebook messages, PMs, all, all, all the All day long. All day long. Where should we eat in, in Florida? And I'm really excited to be able to share that, you know, Boca's the. You know, Boca's got a lot of new restaurants coming up, starting with Roadhouse. And I think it's really going to be a very, very yeah, exciting I'm, adventure. I'm very excited. This is going to be great. And the outdoor space here, it's phenomenal. It's beautiful. It's elegant with the fountains and the oh, lights. It's and it's really it's magnificent. Ambiance. A lot of places don't have ambiance. This has ambiance. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... Listen, it, it, that's the other part of eating out. It's a whole experience. You want to have the ambiance. You want to have, you want to have a good food, great time with friends, and you just want to, like, Sit around and enjoy yourself. Amazing. I can't wait to sit with you at the soft opening a little bit. Surely Maya's also going to join us. Yes. Um, oh, um, home over house. A home well, over house. Here too. All, all the Instagrammers from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them, not all of them. So we're just starting off light and slow. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank Michelle, stay tuned. From Michelle, follow her on Miami Food yes, on Instagram. Listen, you're coming down for a vacation. Where do I go? <laughs> Send me a DM. I'll absolutely help. Yeah, I'll help you find it. restaurant in New Jersey, Teaneck, New Jersey, ETC. So, you know, that's, that's, thank God, it's been, uh, been a great experience. Um, but, you know, when this, this, when this uh, opportunity came along, I, I couldn't uh, pass it up. I'm not moving. I'm not moving from New Jersey. ETC is still there. I'm still there, but we're going to be coming back and forth. It's a nothing flight. It's, it's a, a couple hours, yeah. It's taken me longer to get to Brooklyn than it has from door to door from here to Florida. So. Sad <laughs> tree, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, if you just leave those here for me, that would be fantastic. Thank you very much from our producers. They're leaving me some notes. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, so, so start off with Roadhouse. Yeah. And, um, tell us a little bit about, for those of you who live under a rock or just aren't so much in the food scene, let's just talk to Seth and give them a little bit of a background on who you are and, and where you started from. Okay, so um, I always loved cooking. Uh, I got a little late start there. Um, you have a whole other career. I, I had several. Um, <laughs> Me you know, too. Couldn't figure out exactly where, where to go. But uh, once you know, once we started, you know, I worked. Uh, I went to culinary school and 
worked at a restaurant called Fumio in Livingston. Um, that was no, that that was right near the house, so a very convenient commute and all that. And then um, a friend of mine uh, said to me, he's like, "All right, Seth, when you came for dinner one night, we had a wine tasting, and he's like, whenever you're ready to open a restaurant, let me know." So somebody then literally called me actually the next day and he's like, oh, there's a space in Tinic available, the old Picanti, where ETC currently is. Okay, I've, I've never even heard of that yeah. one. Okay, so I, I, called him. I called him. He's been my business partner for the last 11 plus years. And is that how long ETC is open? Yeah. Wow. That'd be 12 years. Yeah. Oh, muscle That means that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then I called him. I was like, do you want to do this? And he's like, yep. So we did. Started on a shoestring budget. But thank God it's still, still there. It's still there. And that's 12 the years. Is, like we were saying before about that that place in there, about the restaurant in, in Miami, when you get past 10 years, that's like 100 years in restaurant. It's, it's, it's like a thousand. Well, it's like a thousand. For a person, like a anyway. Years. For the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but so then um, when this came available, you know, uh, came up, you know, we, we decided to go. So we have, we have a bunch of things going on here. Um, tell us, tell us oh, more exciting. Start with Roadhouse because you got some food and, in front of you. Can we talk about the food in front of me? Because yeah. I'm really hungry, as I okay. mentioned earlier. I'm about right, to be so, flashy in the middle of the day, okay, but you know I've done that before, so guys. See it. Uh, so this is your, all right. This is just tacos. Um, it's not just tacos. It's just tacos. Um, I think it was just. So you got yeah. Home. Everything's. We try to make everything as as much homemade as we can. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so they're a little bigger than your traditional taco, but yeah, we made this more of an entree than a, an appetizer. Okay. This is this is okay. I'm just like using a fork to smash it now. Yeah, so you, just, you have brisket. Right. Um, there's no sauce on the brisket. We kept it savory. Usually, Ooh. you find brisket very I find, smothered. I find Americans. I don't have to, I the mic. I find Americans have to drown everything in sweets. Yeah. So we, we decided to keep it a little less sweet. Um, okay. So it's not tradition. It's not typical, I should say, in that sense. So you got the masek, you got the tortilla, the um, avocado, pickled red onions, little salsa, and some parsley pesto. Uh, oh just, my god! It's very simple. Oh my god, guys! This is a flavor bomb. Good. I love this. I love pickled onions. Yeah, pickled red onions, exactly. Mm. There's just a little acid in there, just to lighten it up. Mm. That is. You have to talk. I'm eating. Okay, fine. So, uh, so just the tacos. Next, you have the. Um, we're just I'm gonna. gonna take one you're just, you're just can't order this tonight. Again, unless At you want. To, but, you know. All right. Can I ask you something? Yeah. I need I need you to tell me about this drink. So drinks are not entirely my uh, department, but um, so it's like um, not entirely sure what's in it. It's a pineapple. Uh, we're gonna have the what's in it? Smell you know? Can we have we have one of the bartenders in the back of the yeah, house so right here? He's creating all of these specials, so you know. Um, he'll he'll fill us in what it is, but I'm sure it's delicious. This is amazing. It is delicious. I really love this. Oh, it's, they just said that's the go. cocktail list. I don't even know what that one is. So this one is. He doesn't know we'll either. Figure we'll figure it out. All I know, it's delicious. They get, this one I know. Don't circle that this one. one I know. Okay. All right, this, yes. is a, this is a play on the lemon meringue. Okay, everyone who is listening to the show, I'm asking you after the show, go to the archives and watch on the youtube channel this is the craziest drink i've ever seen do we do we can we get some photos of this guys okay it is a lemon curd lemon meringue yeah, lemon, meringue. lemon exactly. meringue cocktail i love lemon right my books are filled with things with lemon i've got like three cameras in my face okay here we go i'm gonna you talk yeah. while i drink i want to watch your reaction <laughs> so you got the meringue on top you got the lemon chini lemon Lemoncello. Yeah, thank you, lemoncello. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's a dessert and it's a cocktail. Mm -hmm. so you could start with like, yeah, your main, your main course. With yeah, so the pink one is, is the llama. Mm. So there's this llama theme that we have going on. What's with um, a llama? Is your mama a llama? It's just, it's, it's, it's just a thing that we decided on. Um, okay, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Now this is so, the nachos. Yeah. So you have the nachos here. Yep. Okay, I'm a psychopath. This one I, I know a little bit more in detail. All right, okay. so again, uh, similar, right, so similar uh, to the taco, uh, the tortilla shell, same thing, just fried. Uh, they're, they're much more crispy. Um, you have a pulled beef neck. Um, it just braises really nicely. It has a lot of good collagen in it, so it gets really nice and, and This is amazing. You have uh, refried beans, uh, some heirloom tomato salad, some guacamole. 
There's uh, some cashew cheese in there. Um, Where's the cashew cheese? So it's mixed in. Uh -huh. uh, we mix in a little poblano chilies just to give it a little more. But it's not crazy quick. hot. I don't no, have the hot. Poblanos aren't terribly spicy, so so we go. Um, this is outrageous. Just a little for chili, and then a mock sour. With I no love. Tofu. I love that you are making your own shells and tortillas. Yeah, I I, uh, I have I like to make everything. Like we have um, like so the next one I'll, I'll we'll talk about. We have a bread program as well. You know, because we're going to be stretching this across. We'll get to the other restaurants, but we're going to we're trying to create uh, these different ways of, of spreading um, the, like a pastry chef or the bread. So we have all these kinds of, so every restaurant will have its own kind of bread. So we have a baker and we have a pastry chef and, and all these kinds of things. I'm in love with this. Right. You know, I asked you, Yeah. I said to Seth, what's going to be different about, you know, Roadhouse, another flagic restaurant with a bar, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's going to have this, it's going to have this. And I'm like, well, I'm going to tell you right now, this is way above everything else that is being served in Florida because I've been here several times and I've, you know, to Florida, I come a few times a year to eat out. But also, like, not to, in New York, like, no one is doing, they may make their own flatbread, but it's bread. This is like crisp. This is, they're not, this is what's setting you apart that everything's made from scratch. Right. So, so for the flatbreads you specifically. You were being humble sorry. before when I asked you. What? I mean, you were being humble. He was being humble. I, uh, you know, but I want this, I want this to do the talk. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so that's, that's, you know, that's the way, that's the way God made it. So anyway, this, so the interesting thing about the flatbreads and our breads oh, is I personally, I mean, we try with COVID and everything. Um, with COVID, we got very, I got very into sourdough. No, like everybody else. I was actually yeah. over sourdough because I did it for so many years and then I, right. I smashed mine. It was in a glass jar. Uh -huh. July 4, 2019, so it fell out of my fridge and right. smashed and I haven't gone back to it. Okay. I thought it was a sign from God, Naomi, you better lose weight. Stop uh -huh. making sourdough. <laughs> so for a while, I focused just on savory and the, the meat side of things, but then I got into bread. I, I just enjoy it. Oh I love goodness. the cathartic thing it does for me mixing dough by hand and mm -hmm. watching it rise overnight and the whole I just I love it so anyway so getting into the sourdough we started playing with it so this is this is actually a play on a corn dog um really? a corn chili dog really all right so the the bread on the bottom is actually a uh it's about 25 percent corn um in the dough and it's le naturally leavened so sourdough um on top you have chili made with hot dogs that's the the chili dog part of it and then you have some coleslaw, some spicy mayo, um, and some puffed quinoa, just for a little more texture. But um, what is puffed quinoa? It's it's quinoa that we make like popcorn. <laughs> so you, you heat the oil up in the pan and you put the raw quinoa in and it puffs. So you don't have yeah. There's actually a friend, our bread guy Aaron, showed me this video of a guy who actually puffs every kind of grain you can think of. Um, so he did wheat berries and he did quinoa and he did sorghum, obviously popcorn. Uh, don't remember if he did Farrah or not, but try it. Got nothing to lose, except, you know, Farrah's kind of expensive. But, um, this but yeah, so sort of. Good. Oh, yeah. my God. And so. you guys know, from, who's my longtime listeners know, that I've had a lot of food in my day. Mm -hmm. This is outstanding. I, I always say my tongue tickles. After a good meal, like for hours, it'll just have the amazing taste that the food leaves by. And that's what you want. Right. Because it imprints in the memory. Mm -hmm. It just keeps going. and. It's like the gift that keeps on giving this dinner. Good. This is so exciting. Um, so tell me about some of the other places that you're going to work on. Okay. Uh, all right, good. And so there's a, few, there's a few things coming up. Yeah. And you talk, I'll drink. Okay, great. Yeah. That's So again, that's the, the Lama Colada. Okay, the Lama Colada. Yeah, just a daiquiri and a pina colada mixed together. Some pineapple, obviously, on top. This is outrageous. It's a good, yeah. And the cups are great. It's like bubble gum. jars. Um, anyway, so, okay, the other, the other restaurants. So we have, next one on deck is called Carmela's. Um, I've always wanted to open a restaurant called Carmela's. She's my oldest daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a few. They, uh, Wait, how many girls do you have? I have four. You four. have boys? No. Have we discussed this yes, before? Yes, I have four daughters. Okay, okay, yeah. But I, I, and then my daughter got married and had a daughter. Right. And then she had a son. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, that's, right. yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's in Israel. We have an ever met him because okay. you know correct oh, wow. was born in june but we pray I every feel day. Like I saw that. yeah 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 every day we pray that we'll get on to a flight to right. israel but right so Carmel's is going to be um dairy obviously uh well not obviously but yeah. dairy um, I feel like 
it does have a bit of a daily night. It does, right? Yeah. Sounds Italian. Like a caramello. Yeah, right. Um, so that's going to be our, you know, um, pastas, pizza, um, things along those lines. Um, you know, following the same kind of um, uh, homemade scratch cooking from everything, you know, making all the pasta doughs in-house, all the breads, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then next door to Carmilla's, we're going to have um, pizza uh, takeout. Cold okay. yeah. Right. Um, yep, that's also... Uh, right about their pizza. Yeah, exactly. What so, kind of pizza are you going to go with? Artesian, no, family style? Regular, regular, you know, straight up. And you can pizza order pizza. different toppings, but pizza shop pizza. There'll be a bunch of job, toppings and choices. Any yeah. special oven that you're going to get for it or just regular? Uh, regular old pizza. Okay. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, Aiden Walk. Um, Aiden? Aiden, yeah. So, no. so I, I, we tried... Um, Three out of four of my daughters have names here. So you got Carmela's. Rave is. I got very lucky. In my in my cookbooks, mm -hmm. each one of my kids has a recipe. Right. For them. Right. So uh, Rave is um, the R is for Rebecca, which is my second daughter's middle name, and then Ave is Eva backwards. So Eva Rebecca. Oh, okay. so cute. Yep. Okay. And then uh, there's Aiden, who's our third daughter. Aiden Wok. Sounds good, good for uh, Chinese takeout. Okay, well, yep. the walk gives it away. Exactly. What is, what, what could um, and then ultimately we'll have um, a place called Oak and Ember, um, which will be a uh, steakhouse. In okay. Our, our fine dining. Yeah. Bring it, like yeah. when I conjure up an image in my head, that's what it sounds no, like. No official dates on everything yet, on those yet, but Roadhouse is Thursday. Roadhouse is Thursday. I believe so. Okay, so... We're not sure when this is going to air uh, this week or That's next fine. week. Okay, whatever. So, so I'm not whatever sure. Whatever Thursday, the uh -huh. last Thursday in October, let's call it. Something like that. Uh, will this be opening? Something on both. For the public? Yeah, at the least. Um, if people are coming down, now, a lot of people do have people moving down here for the winter. A lot mm -hmm. of grandparents. Yep. Um, you know, I, you know, with COVID. You know, you don't know what back and forth and all that's going to be like. But everything is different. I mean, especially here, it's it's not as um, strict as New Jersey, you know, but we're dealing with so many things up there with the COVID, you know, being right. co during well, COVID and everything. We talk a little bit about ETC, like yeah. what, what what's going on with the restaurant there. It's so beloved. Everybody loves ETC. You say yeah. New Jersey restaurant and like. I would, I would yeah. say 90% of people would say ETC. Yeah. No, thank God we, we made it through this, you know. Uh, it was really touch and go. Uh, we were, take out. I mean, you're not yeah, going to take out. You go to talk about ambiance before with Michelle. ETC had this beautiful ambiance. Right. So we did take out. We did it. You know, we changed our entire menu. I was going to ask. Did you have to change it? Yeah, we changed it. Cut all the prices in half. Um, you know, we really tried to push, you know, just, just push through. It was me. Uh, this guy Omar and Jesse. That was the three of us. I had a lot of help from friends. Um, you know Deb. You know Deb. Cool. Uh, so she she came in. She made so many pounds of potato kugel. It's not normal. Uh -huh. We had to do shoppers takeout. Something I've never done. Oh before. my god, shoppers takeout from ETC. Yeah. Yeah, you know it was really. I'm sure it had a bit of a Seth twist. Some of it, yeah. You know, like um, But the potato kugel was potato kugel. But uh, high mission potato kugel. You don't need anything. Yeah, right. Exactly. Trying, but trying to do it. You know, without the right equipment. Um, until we figured out that we can blend it instead of grind it. Yes. You know, sitting there with that five pound, you know, five, six quart KitchenAid shoving 50 pounds of potato through. It took me like six hours. I was ready to, like, you know, yeah. it's just not something I'm used to. Um, so, but Chava's takeout was definitely interesting. And, but there was three of us, we had a wash, you know, usually have a dishwasher in the kitchen, you know, not a, a not the machine also, but a person, you know, who helps you just clean up at the end of the day. And they weren't there. So it was just the three of us constantly mopping, sweeping, dishwashing. It was just a really yeah. Although the the I did get home at seven thirty every night, so that was oh, really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Oh my god, it was great. I brought home dinner. We got time to hang out. Right. I, I just like so unusual. That had a lot of people's lives changed. I know myself. My husband was always living in the house, going to the city on the train each way and out. He he instead of being on the train, that commute time was turned into family time. Um, we played a lot of board games. I, I cooked. I cooked a lot. Mm -hmm. um, at the beginning, it was kind of like I would write out my menu and I posted on my Instagram every day what I was making, and everyone would comment. And then it got 
it did get to be a little bit, I can't believe I'm still doing this after Shavuos, you know? Right, right. right. And then it kind of like the summer came along and things kind of changed. And yeah. now we're like a little bit back to being a little bit more cautious. And Right. So we were then, you know, finally we made it through, thank God. Pesach was a whole nother situation. Right. Did you work over Pesach? And Jed, do you normally work over Pesach? I mean, sometimes I'll do a program, one or two things, you know, I'll, um, but generally not. Uh, but this year we koshered, you know, and we did Pesach takeout. So okay, okay. again, Pesach is my thing, like. right, right. So it was crazy. Uh, I've never done anything like that. I thought every time that we've done Pesach, I'm like, wow, that was harder than the last time we did it. But this took the cake just right. in terms of koshering and, and, and everything we had to do. It was just, it was, it was nuts. I do it again because it was, you know, we do it again. But. Right. Cause you know, it's a job. Exactly. Right. And, um, and people, I really felt like, even though it was a business, People really needed me this year more than ever. I, I run a Pesach catering business and, you know, once things started, you know, all the programs started canceling and I had some events out of town and those got canceled. Then I saw I had more openings to cook. So I took in some more clients. So it was a Pesach like I've never seen in my life. I haven't made Pesach in my own, for my own family because mm -hmm. I cook and then I go work on programs. Um, I do the cooking jello. So if life was on its head, Pesach time. Yeah, it was, it was and the summer you had a program. Rustic. Yeah, so we had to cancel that, obviously. Uh, so, you know, like we talked on the last time we did this. Um, so we take um, me and a friend. We've been, we grew up together. And then, you know, as I moved to New Jersey, he stayed in Brooklyn. We kind of, um, you know, fell out of touch. But he called me up and he said, Seth, I have a great idea. I want to take people to national parks and I want you to do the food. And so I was like, okay, I'm in. And then I was like, but wait, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow because I don't know who's quitting. I don't know which yeah. mashkiach is going to be here. Like, I don't know. So I was like, so I actually almost I'm turned him down. Yeah. I actually almost turned him down. And then um, and then he called me again and he's like, come on, let's do this. I was like, fine. So our first year we went to, um, and our second year, we went to Glacier National Park in yeah. Montana. I just was in Wyoming. Okay. Where? In, um, yeah, that's Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah. That's not near Jackson, but um, but yeah. So so we did Glacier, and it's it, I mean it's just it's an un unbelievable, uh, visually amazing place. Uh, the park itself. Um, there's snow in July on on the yeah. mountainside. You know. In yeah, I, I saw we were in, we saw some snow there and in Denver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's a really incredible place, and then we actually opened up another location. I mean, it's not our location. We go to a, a you know resort. We went to um, uh, Jackson Hole. Okay. Yep. Oh, right. That's right yeah. by. That's right by. Uh... Yeah. So we did the Grand Tetons, you know, which feeds right into into Yellowstone. Um, and they're just they're unbelievable. We, you know, people come, they just it's relaxing, but you get to do do and see so many things that if you've never been into a park like that, it, it's it's really remarkable. I found the national parks mind blowing. Um, I have I've done one or two. I did. I mean, the one or two I did do was Sedona and mm -hmm. um, yeah, Zion and. Uh, the one in Seattle, what's it called? Uh, one, like Matt Kinley. Okay. Not Matt Kinley. Denali, Denali. Is it? Uh, no, that's Alaska. That's Alaska. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm forgetting the one in the big mountain. In... Yeah, I was there also. I'm drawing blank. Yeah. Totally <laughs> drawing blank. We're getting old. <laughs> if Yitzi were here, he'd know exactly right. what we're talking about. Um, Rainier. Yeah, not Rainier. Rainier. Yes, yes. Um, you can see that flying from. When we fly back from Montana, usually you got to go to Seattle um, to get back to New Jersey. So you could actually see it at the point. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It rises right? right above. The Grand Canyon is amazing. I, I did those. But um, I, when we went to Wyoming this summer, we did a family road trip. Usually I'm overseas. Israel or working for Miriam Schreiber's Legacy Tours, traveling around. That all came to a halt. And I'm like, let's explore America. They, don't they say America the beautiful? There's every, we went through five states in six days. Mm -hmm. It was gorgeous beyond words. Gorgeous, gorgeous beyond mm -hmm. words. And, and it's, it's just, and then for Cholamot Sukkot, we, I bought my husband a pop-up sukkah because, you know, he's just a dad mm -hmm. and all of us girls don't really need a sukkah. And we went to um, Maine mm -hmm. and um, New Hampshire, which we've never been to. Mm -hmm. And that was just gorgeous. Yeah. Especially, you know, in the fall where hiking and, you know, I had to cook, I had to cook everything myself. Right. I bought one of those. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes when you work on tours, you get, there's a chef like yes. me there. Okay. So I, I, um, 
I had um, the red uh, Betty Crocker pizza maker. Right. Have you ever seen those? No. Gavaldic. Yeah. <laughs> they are the best things. If you are ever traveling out of town where there's no kosher restaurant and you are not a creative chef, you can basically make everything in one of those. I have a milkweek one and a fleshy one now. Really? Fantastic. Like a, like a, like you can, a, like you can a, boil no, it's like a sandwich maker, but it has a little bit of depth on each side. I have to show it to you. It's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. All right. We're, oh, keep, wow. Time is really flying by. But, you know, we're, uh, yes, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm on it, guys. I'm on it. We've got exactly, um, the producers are saying, Naomi, we've got a pastry chef here in the house. Why don't you introduce us before we bring on Sarah, the pastry chef? Mm -hmm. Tell us why you got a pastry chef. Like an in-house pay chef is very special. Yeah, I mean, I, I we try to always, I mean, for me, you know, I always want to work with a pastry chef because, you know, each each thing you do in a restaurant, you know, there's a savory side and a sweet side, right? right? Um, so your savory, you know, chefs are generally, you know, focused more on those flavors and those components that would generally work. Sometimes they intertwine, obviously, you know, where you'll put chocolate in something, where you'll, you know, mesh, uh, what's the word? You'll cross the lines, you know. Yeah, um, but when but when it comes to the sweet side of the menu, you can you can do things that are um, that are normal. You know, you can make your cakes and you can make your whipped creams and and you can follow a recipe and you know and that's fine. Baking obviously you need a little more precision than, yeah. than savory. Um, but when you want to take it to the next level, you know, a pastry chef that's what they focus on. You know, just the way they combine ingredients and they think about the, the the dish is entirely different than the savory side of the menu. Right. You know, because you're you're making in essence the same thing, not the same thing. Meaning, like you'll make a taco dish, let's just say dessert, right? But the way they're going to combine the meat and the onions and the salsa and avocado and the sauce, right? They do that on the sweet side of the menu, and for uh, for me at least it's much more difficult to come up with those pairings and the textures that I can do much easier for me on the savory side of the menu. Right. So you want a pastry chef who's really focused on those things and they really bring out all the flavors that you're looking for, you know, much more so than, I mean, that I can do, you know? Um, and I think that's why a lot of the better restaurants have pastry chefs. Right. You know? Right. So uh, anyway. Yeah. I, I was saying that before that, rather than just putting out some imported. Right. Croissant that you have to heat up and pour some sauce on. You've, There's a lot of great products stuff. out there. Right. This there is are something about, that's... You know, that's what separates a really great restaurant from an amazing destination restaurant. And I think this is really what we're going for with Roadhouse. We're going for with all of them. You know, uh, this week is opening and I've got Roadhouse in front of me yeah. and I can't wait to see all the other restaurants. Right, so Sarah, our pastry chef, I mean, she's amazing. Um, and, you know, whatever she's been able to. Uh, Come around, Sarah. She's hiding in the everything corner. That she's Let's done bring so far is, the air. Everything that she's done so far is fantastic. I'll let her, I'll let her, I'll let her sell herself. Where did you find it? So there's a, a friend of mine, Noah Lang. He does a. Uh, no, 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 yeah, sure. Yeah. I texted him, and he or he texted me. I forget exactly. And I was like, he's like, I heard you doing this thing down here. And I was like, yep. So how can I help you? I said, I need a pastry chef. And, um, and we had to chase after Sarah a little bit. Okay. Uh, she's hard to get, but um, but here. she's here, so okay. we're excited. Welcome, Sarah. What's Sarah's last name? Olivia. Oh, that's a, that's a doozy for me to say. Hi, Sarah. Okay, she's got, she's, we're just putting down in front of me. Um, oh, my God. You should, I'm just setting a scene. I'm in the, right by the restaurant uh, in a little hallway, because that's where we got our good Wi-Fi. I have a table full of delicious roadhouse food and drink. I've had a little bite of everything, but so I can do a show. I um, had a small bite, and then afterwards I'll, you know, chow it down. And now Sarah enters with two more desserts for me to try. So I'm very excited. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. Sarah Azizian. Yeah. Yeah. I said it right? Yes. All right. Sometimes right. my accent messes <laughs> things up a little bit. Okay. So yeah. like all good things, like it ends with a dessert, like our show is going to end with dessert and you uh, finish a good meal with dessert. Yeah. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get started in this business? Well, I've been around pastry chef for 22 years now. Wow, you started... look very young to be in a business. Did you start when you were two? No. I know it sounds like a little flirty. Oh, it's like, you look really young. Oh, thank you. Uh, every, every woman wants to hear that, even from another woman. It's like very nice. 
skincare routine. Okay, that's <laughs> it's true, guys. We now, now change it from a food show to a skincare show, but we're just a mask. All about the last and a mask, and a mask right? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I actually had my own business in New York for about like 14 years, okay. and it was just basically cakes. So when I noticed that in the non-kosher industry with cakes, were all the topsy-turvy cakes, were all the rage and the, you know, the sugar flowers, but no one was catering to the kosher industry. And I saw that as a great opportunity. And I went with it and it just literally started. I was a stay-at-home mom and I come from a baker's family. Okay. And you know, my, all my mom's side are all pretty much in the baking industry. And my dad's side is pretty much all the artists, you know. Oh, so you got like the best of both genes. I think I do. I think I got a little bug of both. Okay. I was able to do just like fun stuff for my friends, for family's birthdays, and it just kind of evolved very naturally into a business. Okay, well, I love that. Okay. So tell me what we've got about here and the plans for Roadhouse. Okay, so and are you involved in the other restaurants as well? We're just yeah. like, oh, so you're oh, excited. Executive pastry chef. They slap on that title. I don't know if they pay you anymore, but they give executive pastry chef and you've got to come all the restaurants. Well, it made me very happy, which is why I kind of like, you know, grabbed on. I first sat down with Seth and Sam. Just uh, their vision, we just clicked very quickly and I just loved their vision and their concept. And I said to them, you know what, give me a few days. Let me think about it. I knew it was a go when I woke up at three in the morning with already ideas in my head. And I'm like, okay, this has to happen. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. So for Roadhouse, um, we're going for obviously the gastro pub, uh, rustic gastro pub. Explain to our listeners what a gastric pub might be. So it's, I guess more on the line of not your like dingy bar. It's more on the kind of like eccentric high end bar that is great food. And it's, it's not like cheap food. You know, like a lot of times you go into like bars and it's just stuff out the freezer. What's great about this is that everything is scratch made. I mean, everything is scratch made. I'm just getting a word from our, from our producers. I'm sorry. Yes. yes I'm listening. Yes. So um, everything is scratch. That's our, you know, that's our pride is that everything is done scratch made. It's made with love and it's not just pulling this out of the freezer, pulling that out of the freezer. It really is. So what's going to separate? This is a chocolate malt. So this is a campfire. Oh, campfire. You know, a s'mores cake. Yes. And so this is and like. This is a spoon. Oh. Did we, do we not have a where I can eat with a fork? So this is our s'mores cake. And for Roadhouse, I try to make the desserts fun. Um, big enough to share small enough to want more um i'm going right in there guys. yeah and then definitely fun um, this is i love it it's in a mini cast iron yeah and it's gooey it has gluten free no this has flour in it it's not gluten free oh my god that's insane thank you mm. thank you so much so this is another you bought the blowtorch in for I'm oh, sorry. That's for the blowtorch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's our pastry chef's like, favorite toy. Yeah. The torch. That's for sure. So, uh, this is, it's going to be like a nice, warm, kind of like a s'mores in a cake version. I love that. Yeah. So, it has your gooey chocolate, your roasted, toasty marshmallows, and you have some chocolate chips in there and graham crackers, of course. I feel like I'm in camp. And that's what, you know what, campfire s'mores, that's what we kind of wanted it to do. We wanted it to be rustic, but still have that home goodness, you know, feel to it, you know. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a guitar. Maybe they'll have a guitar. And you spoke about Maine. Maine, I actually did camp in Maine for several summers, oh. and it's absolutely gorgeous I, I wish i'd love, love to go back to maine one day in the summer because it was yeah. like, it was a bit chilly when we were there it was chilly but during the day it was beautiful oh what a beautiful part of the country and yeah. it's so different than so many other regions i had just seen i've been to yeah, seven okay. states since august yeah. states i've never been to i'm trying to get to all 50. Uh, Really yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'm at 33 now. I'm at 33. Nice. So we're getting there. Not bad for a little Aussie, right? Like, <laughs> okay. So what have we got over here? So, okay. So this was the 
campfire s'mores, and this is our apple crisp with a honey butter. But butter. Oh, we're putting a butter in that butter. air quotes, you know, <laughs> the whole crochet thing. Yes. So, okay, yeah, so this I'm is a honey butter. Cool. And what we try to do is basically you're gonna take this and then drizzle it all over and then just go for it. Yeah. Whoop. Trying to grab a fork here to eat some apple butter. Okay. Okay, now what is the butter made out of? Because um, we know it ain't dairy. No. Really great, high quality margarine but it's not just the margarine i have wildflower honey which is really great quality honey and some orange zest and some other little secrets i can't really <laughs> you're gonna have to just come down and taste oh i did not expect that yeah so my my thing when I'm, florally yeah. and citrusy all at the same time so my thing with kosher uh baking and i'm sure I, you said you bake right and i'm I sure with it. most bakers is that we try to make something parv not taste parv and that yes. is my goal in every single dessert so i i go to cookbooks and the most one of the things that two things that i made sure not to have in the book because i wanted to be all no margarine mm -hmm. both books yeah. and it, one is a passover book so that was really oh, hard yeah. to yeah. work around and no uh, no soup mixes oh yeah okay. i wanted oh. it to be all about the flavor of yeah. the foods and that come together yeah. so um that that's hard to just get just so you know yeah i try to stay away from too much of the coconut milk because i feel like sometimes it's a little too bland and it doesn't really also, give it that much don't, don't like, like coconut a lot of people don't. I love coconut. I love coconut. But a lot of people do like coconut. So I really try to give everyone kind of like what they like. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So if I am going to be using coconut, it will be a dessert that's a coconut dessert. Okay. I'm a coconut lover. Yeah. And I appreciate that not everybody loves coconut, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there are some desserts that obviously you need that cook the fat and just what's missing in the butter. And in some cases, you could just substitute with other elements. Yeah. What is your favorite thing to make? I'm firing some questions so that you are at Roadhouse. Uh, the churros are like the number one thing. Churro. That is and right. I'm getting I'm getting a big shout out from some of the staff here. They're like, yeah, I'm hands up in the air. I just love churros. I mean, deep fried dough, rolled in cinnamon and sugar. Like, oh. like authentic street fair parv non dairy churros. Oh, and oh, so we have a cayenne chocolate dipping oh. sauce. Oh. We have a caramel, oh. salted caramel. Oh. I, I want that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that will be going and around then we tonight. Have a strawberry sauce. I'll go with it. So, yeah, I had a dairy. Um, Charo last week. Yeah. It was amazing. The charo was good. So, so you're gonna the, dipping sauce, the dipping sauce yes. was amazing, but it was dairy. Yeah. So I love charo. Whenever they're on the menu, I'm like, we need to order oh, some of those. Like, so many. And then we're gonna be doing a funnel cake. So we're gonna do like fun desserts. So what? How? A funnel cake is fried. How is it different than a charo? I, so, I could just hear everyone asking yeah, that, no, this question. It, it is a different batter. Okay. So charo is more like a pate choux. Which is, which is pretty much uh, cooking the flour with the butter and the milk and then putting the eggs in as it's in the, as it's in the mixer. Where a funnel cake is more of like, almost like a cross between a, it's almost a cross between a waffle and a pancake batter that fried. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting because we do not see a lot of these on, on a menu, on, on kosher restaurant menus, right. and because you're doing everything from scratch. Yes, and that's what I'm trying to kind of bring into Roadhouse. Um, when it comes to the other restaurants, like Okanember and Carmela, we'll have a little more refined. Yeah, yeah tell me more a little bit about the desserts. We touched on the ones here. Yeah. I cannot wait for Carmela. If this the is Absolutely. I am definitely working on a staple cheesecake. Right. I would love to incorporate a really nice, uh, elegant tiramisu. You're, it's not going to be the standard tiramisu mm. that you're used to seeing. It's going to be presented mm. in a much more refined, 
deconstructing because she's hitting all the right notes next you're gonna say creme brulee yes oh yes with a boy torch a little bourbon creme brulee uh with real vanilla bean in there it's just gonna be really nice and rich and light um and then for oak and ember this is where we're gonna i'm sorry butter is better i'm just leaving it at that okay and then for oak and ember uh we're gonna take it i mean if you're going for a 10 we're going for 100 like i i am planning to take oak and ember desserts to a fine dining experience that i very rarely kosher industries has seen and i cannot wait to share that yeah okay have we covered all the restaurants you're not are you going to do some of them some like dairy for the um for the asian for the asian so we could, yeah because i was you've got thinking so about much, it like i've, I've traveled I've been absolutely thinking about like uh matcha cheesecake and yuzu sauce so yeah definitely working on that as well so it'll all be good stuff okay we're looking forward to seeing all these exciting things <laughs> Um, okay. Um, okay. So let's talk about the location. Yes. We are. We are. It's like it's my place too. Because I, I feel like I've moved in for the That's day. A great location. Okay. So you can follow them, Roadhouse, on Instagram, and it's called Roadhouse Boca. Make sure you are all following. Okay. Um, you can call, always call, and you know it's not hard to find the number. But the reservation for to make a reservation for Roadhouse is five six one five four four eighty one hundred, and they are in um, they are amazing. Thank you. We just got word from our producer about something breaking news here. I'll, I'll just share that with you in a minute. Uh, we are located by the fountains in Boca Raton in the old butcher's block location. Yes. So I, I was actually at that, yeah, but you know, restaurants revamp and get taken over and bought out and reshaped until we have something incredible like Roadhouse. Yeah. I actually had a very nice meal here in Butcher's Block and my, my family, we live in New York and we love to be outside when we're in Florida. Everyone in Florida, Michelle knows I've had a lot of meals with her and I'm like, it, 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 we have to eat outside. They're like, name it's hot. I'm like, yeah, but I'm from New York. I like to be outside. I'm also Aussie, which makes me partial to always wanting to be outside. It's how we grew up. Um, and we ate outside by the fountains one August, and it was a lovely, it wasn't very hot. It's so relaxing. And we just sat there and we loved the fountains and the bridge, and yeah. it's, it's, it's gorgeous. And it's that same location, I feel like I'm at a 10 star resort, yeah. eating 10 star food now, and and in this, in this outdoors, yeah. and especially now, people are, are nervous. You know about eating indoors what is the florida rules do we and they change all the time so yeah we won't yeah so from the last thing that i i am aware of so when you are seated obviously today the day we are recording this show yeah so i don't know you when you go down you will check the laws they're always changing well in the back of the house front of the house we're all wearing masks we're all following cdc guidelines um we are all like very cautious um, not only for our guests, but for each other, because we all have families and, you know, yes, absolutely. Um, so we're all very careful. Um, so when you are seated, you can take your mask off. And I believe when you, when you get up, you just respectfully put on a mask and out of respect for everyone else as well. So yeah. you're at full capacity. You're allowed to yeah. have full capacity yeah. at the restaurants in yeah. Southern Florida. Yes. Also, that is such great news. That is great news. But that's not the breaking news. The restaurant owner just came out to me and handed me a very important piece of paper. Yes, I know. It's so exciting. We have a <laughs> giveaway for the Nachum Siegel Network. This is amazing. All you have to do is follow on Instagram, Roadhouse Boca and the Nachum Siegel Network. But I know you all do because you're already my listeners. And we will, or, but some people don't have Instagram. So if you don't have Instagram, just email me, Naomi at NachumSiegel.com and say, I don't have Instagram but you also can be in the winning to win a $100 gift certificate to Roadhouse. Yeah. Like that is amazing. That's, I'm very excited to be able to share. That's an awesome meal, right? Okay. A lot of, you know, if you win it, right, and you, don't, you know, are not coming down to Florida, right, yeah. then you will give it to your 
friend who lives here or your grandparents that live here. There is always someone in Florida. We are all American Jews and someone's got someone that lives in Florida. That's how it goes, right? Six degrees of separation. Six degrees. I think it might be three degrees. Uh, but that is excellent. We really want to thank Roadhouse yes. uh, for for that. That's very exciting. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to do a little bit of a time check. Oh, my God, we have about one minute left. Okay. I want to thank Roadhouse for having me here today. The incredible, super talented Seth, Chef Seth. You know, it's a mouthful. Chef Seth. And that's after like a third of a cup of this cocktail. <laughs> Chef, Chef Seth. What? <laughs> Chef Seth Washall for spending time out of his kitchen on his big day. Um, uh, Sarah Azizi Azizian. Yeah. Ah, I I she has a name on her chest jacket. <laughs> uh, for joining me, getting her out of the kitchen. My very good friend, the Miami food yenta, Michelle Sacker, all, all the way from Miami to be on the show today because this is the destination place to be is Roadhouse Boca Raton. I want to wish everyone a Shabbat Shalom. Uh, we have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until this benching. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Happy Kodesh.